0: so this year on the podcast macabre uh, my co-host chris wanted to do a movie challenge uh, but he wanted to do it over the course of the the whole year so we have 52 films in 52 weeks and he had different criterias oh, wow. that he came up with and i'm trying my best to i guess in my own way do a crossover of it's on my list and podcast macabre because i'm trying to select films that i haven't seen before and one of them mm. i came across the other day on hbo max was uh, whatever happened to baby jane i had, was aware of the film but i hadn't seen it so i, I popped it on and immediately in the middle of the film, my jaw dropped because there is a character in that that reminds me, both in look and mannerism, so much of Brock. And it made <laughs> me miss him and <laughs> wish he would come back well, to guest
1: with us uh, again on the show. Brock, <laughs> we miss you. Well, no, but now, see, you go off and watch that movie, and I was saving it. I've never seen it, and I was saving oh, it for show. Oh, man, this I didn't show. know that. Yeah, no, and now you tell me Brock's in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me,
0: I'll kill two birds with one stone I, then, and let's just say we'll do that for our next episode.
1: That sounds good because it's on my list.
3: My name's Alisa Gonzalez, and I have seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane.
4: I'm Andrew Lindy, and I had seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane.
5: I'm Bethany Brinton, and I have not seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane.
1: I'm Cheryl Jones, and I have not seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane.
0: And I'm Joe Myers, and I just now watched Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And this is It's On My List.
4: From from those of you who hadn't seen it, what like did you have any preconceived notions of what this movie was?
5: I mean, I mean, I, certainly nothing that panned out into what
1: <laughs> that
5: experience ended up being. The only thing I knew about it was it was uh, it had. Uh, I keep wanting to say Bette Midler. It's not Bette Midler. Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, uh, who kind of had an uh, infamous feud or at least that's how they would have you believe it uh around the time in Hollywood and it was and I knew that like they were opposing characters in the film and that's basically it
1: and and like I knew like I've seen a a lot of little takeoff things on it I knew the but you are Blanche you are in that chair line and I knew it's like I think it I've just seen it it's like this sort of one of those like gay icon movies that like watching RuPaul's drag race and things like that. I've picked up on this is a thing in the community, in their community, you know, and like, Hmm. I don't know. So I just always kind of knew of it, but I'd never just, it, it, honestly, I wasn't sure I wanted to watch it, but I felt like Mm -hmm. I should. So yeah.
0: And Um. see, I think I only had seen or knew about the getting fed a rat moment. Because I think it was on like one of the AMC scariest moments or creepiest moments list that they do every so often. But my and I kind of half paid attention to it because one, I hadn't seen the film before. And two, I didn't really know also if I wanted to see it. But going into it, I actually thought that Joan Crawford was Jane and that she had been like a famous movie star and her sister had not been. And she was jealous and Kept her trapped away Like crippled over Somehow and kept her Trapped away So I was kind of close
1: Yeah But not close, quite Right
4: <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is so interesting To me because I feel like There was that TV show uh, As Bethany said The Feud It was
0: called The right. like Feud <laughs> Betty and oh, Joan yeah. Or something
4: And I never watched it uh, But I thought Like everyone did <laughs> so I, I did It was like Yeah no.
0: It actually is what yeah, Made me interested it. In the film oh. mm. But, but yeah, I remember I,
5: getting press because is either one of the actresses or one of their estates sued over yeah, that like, was, false uh, depictions. Uh, or it something. was Olivia de Havilland. de Havilland. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay, that makes a lot of no,
4: sense. No, she. She's yeah, cool she was. She, she was one. involved in the. They. They. She was portrayed by Catherine Zeta-Jones in Feud. Yes. And she is. She only recently passed away, but she w- yeah. lived to like a hundred and one. Yeah. Uh. And she and she said, no, I don't. I don't want to be portrayed in this thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah she didn't like yeah. how she was portrayed
5: and yeah
0: i've seen ryan
4: she
1: murphy's it, work uh, not to can't go.
0: nail the ending
5: yeah <laughs> not to go on a tangent but olivia de Havilland has a great book oh what's it called my screenwriting professor loves to recommend it it's not about screenwriting or anything it's just like <laughs> it's almost like her diary entries it's it's a very yeah. interesting uh when she moved to france you can chop this out. It's taken me a while to find it. Uh, every Frenchman has one is what it's called. Oh. It's, it's not what you title. think. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about
1: three or four things already, so.
5: A, a baguette. baguette. A yeah. mustache.
1: <laughs> I think of a baguette.
4: A cigarette. Oh,
1: gosh. Maybe a beret. <laughs> a striped shirt. Kind of funny, an accent. Mimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh,
5: it's so it's <laughs> culturally
1: insensitive of me.
5: <laughs> oh, we can make fun of the French. There, there, there's we're no We're barely 10 on minutes on. in,
4: and we're already tangenting so hard.
5: <laughs> I warned you. Um, <laughs> I know. I
2: know. <laughs> well, we started Great. off well movie. Well,
0: this film did teach me two things that I didn't know. Uh, One is that it's based off of a novel which I would like to read now that uh, Henry Farrell wrote. Two, I didn't know how cringy. Hearing someone say "daddy" could be no. until, <laughs> really,
1: really <until, laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, as a woman, that word's. really I mean, it's cringy. cringy. Yeah. It's always been cringy,
0: <laughs> but the way that that Davis says
5: it—yes, true. Yeah, Betty Davis. Yeah. She has.
4: There's a song. Uh, yes. is it? letter Letters I've, to Daddy. I wrote or a le- yeah, yes. I
1: wrote a letter to Daddy. I think yes. And it's like
4: and the that. problem is
0: now it's stuck in my head.
3: Oh yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. It,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Lisa and I were taking turns every time that we would hear Betty Davis <laughs> say, "Daddy." <laughs> or when she started singing the song uh, for the first time as an older person we're like oh oh god oh. that's
3: such an amazing scene i was just yes. when she's looking into the mirror and you know the lighting from a distance she she doesn't look yes. half bad and then the closer she gets and it's just oh my god that's such a good scene this is another one that i grew up watching uh i saw it really young and um all of, those, yeah. <laughs> all of those key scenes are just burned into my memory with what what a creepy film this was.
1: Yes. It's very creepy. Very, very it, very yeah,
3: creepy. It, Even the that's, house. That's, I love that house, but they've managed yes. to make it creepy looking. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's
4: really interesting,
3: Elisa, that you,
4: you watched this uh, when you were younger. Were you... Like, were you brought up kind of aware of Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, or was it just just this film? Oh,
3: oh no, yeah. Um, my mom was a big fan of of these two ladies, and like she knew of all of the drama and everything when when this was coming out. So this was a hot topic whenever the movie was on, because she's like, "Oh yeah, they hated each other," and <laughs> you know, it was just like, and uh, yeah, just. And I think my mom had a, fa- a fascination with crazy women in movies, like, that, she, that just was so scandalous <laughs> to her. So when um, we would, yeah, she, the, she wasn't a huge movie buff, but certain movies like this just struck a chord with her. And, and you know, I would love sitting next to her watching these movies.
5: <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah, be half the cool. fun. Huh? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she, she kind of, you know, she's... She grew up in that era, so she knew those type of children's child stars, and you know we used to watch Little Rascals. So all you know those little child prodigy, you know, sure, exactly. And what? And then living out here in LA, I don't know. You you walk around, you kind of do see some fading stars with a little bit too much makeup or a little bit trying too hard to be noticed. Um, Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: This wasn't yeah, interesting to watch just after Sunset Boulevard.
3: Yes, I was yes. just going <laughs> to yeah.
1: say that there was some Norma Desmond in this. Too. Yes, yeah,
3: absolutely.
5: When I feel like Sunset Boulevard was more about the 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 writer and how he kind of fell in with the 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 crazy household, and this mm-hmm. is just kind of like you're you're in it. <laughs> yeah, this is just you're the in crazy it and you're not. Leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, it's and it's. I think it's really interesting the way that this movie plays into kind of what. Joan Crawford and Betty Davis were known for, yeah. yeah, and even to the point of using footage of them from their films.
5: Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, uh,
4: to to show what you know that who they were and how they they became famous or or infamous. Because the idea is that um, that Jane was a singer as a child, but never could mm-hmm. make it as an actress. But Blanche was such a great actress. And so it's kind of there was this rivalry between you know in the who who was on top and at what time it was like when they were very young it was Jane then it was Blanche and now because of circumstances it's Jane again
1: <laughs> right well and it, it yeah i thought it was interesting like you we meet Jane you know when they when they're both kids we meet them uh and Jane is there doing a sold-out, you know, they have a run of sold-out performances. She has her own doll for sale, like mm. life size kind oh. of
4: Gen- genuine. So genuine, of course.
1: Yeah, those are just always creepy. And, you know, and then there's there's Blanche in the wings. Like it's the it's Jane and her father on stage, and then there's Blanche and their mother in the wings and everything is focused on jane everything's focused you know secondarily on the father who will do you know who will bend over backward for jane uh and has no real control over her and she's treating the rest of the family horribly and so there's the mother and blanche who are just totally on the outside of this being treated very poorly and kind of ignored uh so that that was interesting to see and then because then you have this scene where the Mother talks to Blanche and says, "Look, you know, your day's gonna come and and you know when that happens, I want you to remember you know to treat Jane better than she treated you to take care of her or whatever and 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 she says, Oh, I'll remember you know like <laughs> like the way she says it was such vitriol, but then yeah. later but then later in the movie, she is kind of taking care of her, and I'm like, Oh well, that's weird that like there were a couple things." Yeah, Early I in totally the movie. thought
5: it was going to be the other way around where right. where she was gonna be like old and bitter and like the young child star maybe what wouldn't even be a star anymore but she would just be getting abuse because of the way she treated her when they were both like really little right and so I was sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole time because she's like she's in a wheelchair and she's like super nice and I was like oh she's just hiding something and she's gonna be terrible and then it just like went downhill from there I'm like oh well I didn't
1: <laughs> even think that I was just like well that's weird like like it stayed yeah. in the back of my mind but I just kind of let it go because because I had the same thing with, you know, we have the the pivotal moment in the movie very early on where they arrive at the home that they share in a car, but we don't see, we just see like the car, we see that somebody gets out of the car and opens the gate, and then we see somebody in the car, you just see their hands on the, the gear shift and, and the feet, and they, you know, and so... We presume that it's it's Blanche. No, we presume it's Blanche at the gate. Right. And Jane was yes. driving. But but there was the tiny little thing that I caught, you know, I'm sure everybody does <laughs> when you watch it and you're like, oh, well, that's weird. There's a baby Jane doll lying on the ground by the passenger side of the car. That's weird. And I thought that as it happened, I thought, huh. And then that's another thing that I just, as the movie went on, I was like, oh, okay. Well, it was still in my head, but I thought, whatever. And <laughs> All those dolls are just laying
3: around everywhere.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, 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 true.
1: So I, yeah, I just, I, then the rest of the movie was, you know, Blanche taking care of Jane as best she could from her wheelchair and Jane being very mean to Blanche, you know, being awful, abusive, and and gaslighting, constantly gaslighting her. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, I don't know, are we going to just give away the ending? I mean, we I think we kind of have to to talk about this <laughs> yeah. movie. Okay, because <laughs> I thought it was brilliant that... <laughs> throughout the like throughout the movie you see Jane gaslighting Blanche then at the end you discover it was actually Blanche gaslighting Jane all the way along and the entire movie was gaslighting the audience (laughs) (laughs) that was amazing (laughs) I had no clue what was coming at the end of this movie
0: (laughs) see I didn't pick up on the doll being on the passenger side of the car so the ending kind of came out of the blue for me and I was like oh okay great and then yeah. I, I have watched it two times now. Uh, we watched it right yeah. before we recorded. And I was picking up on some subtle things that Blanche was doing or saying it, this time around where I'm like, okay, that's why she was always making excuses for Jane. And like, oh, right. well, you know, she right. can't help it. She can't help herself. Uh, right.
1: Which was what all through the movie, I was like, gosh, why does she keep giving yeah, Jane all yeah. these shit? It's, but like, she seems so angry as a child when her mother told her to, to take care of her. But... Uh, you know to be nicer to her than Jane was as a child to her and and but I thought wow she's really kind of going a little far with that you know <laughs> like she's <laughs> really being nice to her <laughs> and,
0: and I will though play devil's advocate for Jane uh, on this uh, I would have gotten tired of that buzzer week one oh my gosh oh, yes gosh. Oh, oh my
5: yes. gosh
3: <laughs> she's a little yes. heavy on the buzzer oh my god <laughs>
1: but then maybe that was part of her like that's part of that whole gaslighting thing because she would do that and just really ride it and then when Jane would come up she'd be like oh I di- I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that I was like, at you the know, door like, play all,
5: yeah like yeah. play all
1: innocent and it's like you know you're driving her crazy with that <laughs> like you have to know that what is this
5: yeah yeah
3: <laughs> I just wanted to comment on um, when we first we know when they're adults and living in the house when they first show uh, Betty Davis as jane and just how masterfully because you're used to seeing her you know glamorous and all of her you know every every other film but just the the sloppy clothes and the slippers and her the way she carried herself it was just you forget it's betty davis i mean it's so (laughs) you 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 forget she she was just oh and i I was reading about oh go ahead go
1: ahead no go ahead
3: I was reading about how her her makeup and how horrific she looked. And uh, Joan Crawford, they had to, like, de-glamorize her. She kept wanting to wear nails, and she kept wanting to have falsies on. And she kept. And they had to say, no, you've been, you know, living, hidden away for 20 years. You're not going to, you know, have fancy nails. And Betty Davis just leaned in, and she said she imagined... Uh, a person like her would never wash off her old makeup she would just reapply and layer it on over and over again and she and they she had to fight for that and then they told her no you were right that look is exactly what we needed for this movie
4: did you read the i I had read somewhere that her her daughter who was who also was in the yes the neighbor's daughter uh she when she saw her mom in the jane makeup she said Oh, mom, now you've gone too far. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's great. Well, and it, that speaks to like there's a moment in the movie where she's going to leave the house and she puts on lipstick, but she's already wearing lipstick. <laughs> like, and I'm like, and it's like really like there. It's not like it's coming off or anything. And I'm like, why are you putting more on? You know, but that that really speaks to that. I hadn't really thought about that. She's just a woman who just keeps Caking this on like that, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what Elisa says. She's it, like,
0: like you need more of that, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and the,
2: why and the, more? I,
4: I think it's so interesting. This movie's in uh, black and white, and yeah. uh, I I had read as well that Betty Davis kind of fought for that because uh if she said if it was in color it would just be a sad movie in color like it just it wouldn't have the <laughs> effect as like if it's in black and white true, and i true, really I do it. think some of these makeup scenes and some of the way that these characters look would in color have a completely different effect on the audience yes. than in in black and white it would
5: look more cartoonish i think mm-hmm. you're right yes. Yes. yeah yes. And, yes and it's it's funny speaking to the to the makeup and stuff um uh, i was watching it with uh, devin my boyfriend and he i think he he started it a little later than i did and i was so i was sort of explaining like the plot to him within the first 10 minutes and he's like oh so is she older or younger and i'm like i think that jane is younger he's yeah. like why does she look terrible i'm like cuz she's been drinking for 15 <laughs>
1: years right she's a total <laughs> alcoholic she's Six been whiskey yeah and she's oh, taking yeah, was like care six of her bottles sister of scotch all three time. bottles of gin yeah oh gosh yeah. yeah she had all those empty bottles in the cabinet that there's a lot of a lot of bottles jane <laughs>
4: and that had been i mean the, the the implication was that that was why uh blanche was had been crippled because because jane was drinking and driving yes and that's, right that was part of the uh, the
5: accident what? I don't know. I didn't I didn't pick up on the drinking and driving. I thought she just did it out of like pure vitriol. Well, <laughs> yeah. but there was but before a mention, we knew before we there knew there was the ending,
1: mention at the end that, you know, you'd been drinking. And so that's mm. why you didn't remember. How oh, yeah. Because went. then yeah. she
5: was talking about it. She's like, oh, and the police were there and they scared me and I was drunk and I didn't know yeah. what to do. Yeah. OK.
0: Yeah. And I, that's I was on the same page because the way Elvira was like, she's drinking again.
5: Right. And yeah. kind of being
0: protective of, of Blanche. So I, I kind of thought the same thing was, oh yeah, her alcoholism is what led to her being crippled and stuck in this room with I mean my first thought was what? if you have all this money, put it in an elevator. <laughs> but you know the movie's gone at that point. <laughs>
4: right, right. Well, and when she tried to when when there's a scene where the 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 only phone that is usable at, at some point is downstairs. Right. And Blanche is trying to get help. And instead of just kind of like scooting down the stairs, she like holds herself up on the railing.
5: Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, we kind were of thinking that too. We're like, why not that? just slide? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted her to slide <laughs> down the Just sit down faster. on the yeah. step and then sit on the next step
1: and <laughs>
3: like scoot down. Right. <laughs> I love how the whenever Jane would, would leave the house and you see the setup for whatever, you know, if it's to type a note or to climb down the stairs or to, to take the hinges off a door, it's like everything's going smoothly. And then when they finally get to the action, oh, she's back. It's like
1: right. <laughs> yes. It's and like did the they time. start
3: like did it take them 45 minutes to even get the idea to well, do and it? Then the, I and know but the, well, she's then, going then, all
1: over town, right? the nosy yeah. neighbor. That the nosy taken neighbor does not help. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was totally <laughs> my mom.
3: Well, just <laughs> on over here. not I say I haven't seen so and so in so long?
0: Yes. Yes. I just saw your your housemaid just just walk yeah. back
3: in 5 seconds ago.
1: Right, I guess I'm tracking everything that happens in this neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Using that her own key that she clearly said she didn't have.
1: Right. Yes.
5: <laughs> Poor Elvira.
1: Right, Elvira was such a good person.
5: I'm like, I she's loved cool, her. which means she's not going to last. Right, exactly. You knew
1: something had to happen, right? She was
5: like
0: right. the best person in the film, like morally Absolutely. and everything else. She was the best human. Yeah, because even when we get to Edwin showing up, and he's gonna help Jane kind of redo her career, or rebuild her act or whatever, like he's totally using her for the money. He knows she's insane, and that yeah, that act is okay. never gonna make a comeback.
1: Yeah, he's cringing through the whole thing, and like, Oof, you know, <laughs> some of his, his, his looks. Side
0: glances. Oh my god, uh, his god that's so funny just in that scene alone where she's singing and his little side glances and the way he holds his Those face notes so. she
5: hits <laughs> that scene by the way gave me flashbacks because yes although not to this extent i have been hired by by women of a certain age to play piano for them in their homes because they think they're going to be opera singers oh, oh yeah, yeah. What was that? A little less a, on the yeah Norma
1: Desmond. Norma Desmond did that? Didn't, yeah, didn't mm-hmm. she?
5: Was that it? Uh, no. She hired the band for the New Year's party. But no, I don't but think she wasn't was it or singing.
1: was it at the? But wasn't there? Was that what she movie was, being was that? Chaplin.
4: With Mer- I thought there was a Meryl Street movie where she was a like a oh yeah opera There's singer. There's a whole
1: she- wasn't that about Mrs. Miller or whatever? Was it? Oh, I don't the know s- singer. <laughs> I don't know. There's don't a know Mrs. There's a Mrs. Miller who recorded like. Beatles songs and stuff but she did it in this operatic style and she's terrible. They still play her. <laughs> they play her on some shows now and then still oh, and it's wow. quite funny. Okay,
4: I have discovered the film that I'm talking about is called Florence Foster Jenkins.
1: Yeah, that's the mirror oh, street. Oh, right, thing. right, right. Okay. Yeah. But I there was know. something that we watched, I thought where What was it? Oh gosh, did I watch no. something else? <laughs> uh, with <laughs> a person watch, watch doing that singing. No, F- Citizen Kane. There's oh okay. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. the guy yes. at the King. piano. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Was like, but she hailing at her she, talent, yes, she, she just wasn't. She, yeah, on she that was level. at
5: least. She like, couldn't sing. She opera. wasn't on the level, and yeah. she didn't really want to. That's the that's the yes. important factor. <laughs> it's yes. like it's the it's the people it's the people that think they're performers and think they're great singers yes. when they're just like the awful karaoke person that you're just waiting to be done, <laughs> and they're like bowing <laughs> to nobody applauding. It's right.
1: that. yeah. yeah that's got to be fun for you.
2: <laughs>
5: mm, I was young. I made a buck. I went home. But not unlike, uh, not unlike our, our, our Brock doppelganger.
1: Right. I'm just so yeah, crossing like off. He looks so much like
0: Brian. <laughs> he like, right looks like, like him.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. It was amazing. I was thrilled by that. I was like, look, somebody needs I'm to shoot. Sure sure. another to remake out. of this.
4: He's not uh, British.
5: Really? I kind no, of. I didn't no, he was born in San Diego. I, you, could it, you could hear it with his mom. And his mom was was like leaning into the the, the Cockney thing. But then it was also like, okay, so maybe they've lived in L.A. for a while. And so they've kind of like switched back and forth between the American and English accent.
1: Yeah, because I thought he did a little of both. I thought he was putting it on a lot when he went to see Betty Davis. He was doing that for her benefit as well. Like, oh, look, Mm -hmm. I'm very British. And isn't that something?
4: We'll be right back with more It's On My List.
1: Hi, this is Cheryl. You've heard me on It's On My List, but have you heard me on my long-running show Movies Made Me? Every two weeks, I sit down with a guest who shares the five movies that made them who they are. We also go beyond movies to talk about three other things that influenced them to be them. You'll hear from everyone from a coffee shop waitress to Clancy Brown as we delve into the movies that shaped our philosophies, careers, and lives. Hear it on mmmpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio.
3: He's on the Gosh. lamb.
2: He yeah. <laughs>
0: we got to get the cops from this movie to track them down because they're so good oh, at the jobs. Jeez!
4: oh yeah. my god
2: that was so frustrating when well, that, when that guy
4: working that... at the at the stand was like cops how do you figure cops I was like, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh that, move, that was hilarious move.
0: like oh that vehicle's here but I'm just going to stand right here because surely if they're here they'll come back to me which they right. you know she did I guess technically but
5: the thing I thought was funny is is about uh, at at the end so that the guy that originally informs them like hey there's this big car in the way and and they're trying to move (laughs) it and then he's like the the keys are in the the ignition but i didn't want to move it without anybody without the permission i'm like why would you leave your keys other than the fact that she's crazy he almost said it in a way that like everybody did that when they went to the beach just so in case you had to move your car
3: i would imagine back then they might have yeah, I'm like well, what's like in world.
4: every like uh, '80s and '90s action movie when someone needs a car, they just flip down the top visor. Right. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> they just fall down.
0: I will say, what struck me with this that I was not expecting is how much empathy I did have for Jane throughout yes, this movie, she... even with the horrible stuff like killing Blanche's bird that like yeah. pissed me off. Of course, the rat thing was like gut wrenching as well. But when she first starts singing downstairs and it's just her and she looks in the mirror and sees mm-hmm. like how she looks now and how far she's fallen and she has that moment where she just starts crying like i really did feel for her. yeah and then when she did glam herself up to go to the newspaper office to place her ad to get edwin or you know whoever was going to be edwin there
2: mm-hmm. when
0: i watched it i watched her watching everyone else, just waiting to see if right, anyone right. looked at her with any sort of hint of recognition in their yeah, eyes.
1: She was fully expecting they'd be like, oh, you're, you know, and she kept saying things like, well, yep. I'm baby Jane, you know, Hudson. And they're like,
5: yep.
0: Yeah. But it, it was so, and? like, just hurtful <laughs> for me to, for her watching her do that and then get to the oh, point yeah. of, and who's placing the ad? Oh, well, my
3: my boy, you don't you don't recognize me. You don't know who I am.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like maybe yes. you recognize. Me. Yeah. yeah, And to add to
3: that, what's what's sad is like, she, of course, she, as a child, she didn't start out as a horrible person. Her father made her a horrible person. The way he just you know, you could tell he's the type of uh, Hollywood parent who just dotes on their child and you know his child is going to make him a star because of course he's on stage with her dancing and and playing piano for her and you know it's just them two in the limelight and he created that that monster Yes. and then you know midlife there's a twist to her to her story but god it's 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 such a tragic story for
5: both Mm
0: -hmm. Mm yeah and even like her memory is like oh daddy loved me and the reality probably is daddy looked at jane as oh meal ticket
5: mm-hmm. yes oh yeah yeah especially with the whole with the with the ice cream scene at the very beginning yeah that yeah. whole <laughs> and, the, and it's great crowd. because all yeah the crowd is basically yeah. it's a lot of women or a lot of moms and you you can hear their they're muttering they're just like oh you know you always blame the parents like right. when, yeah, when my should. daughter ever that like way. that yes uh-huh. yeah.
1: <laughs> can i just so i was looking through my notes to see if there was anything uh of import here but uh one question I had during this movie was in the scenes with Blanche where she's trying to get the attention of the next-door neighbor who's out just, you know, gardening next door, uh, and she's kind of, like, trying to yell to her. I'm like, wait, why can't Blanche yell? She can yell at Jane, but she couldn't actually yell. Like, when she's trying to yell out the window, she's like, help.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but with Jane, she's think, like,
1: Jane, you, you know.
3: <laughs> I think at that point there, because I – it was kind of startling. I could hear, I think the daughter was playing music cause it sounded more like she 60s was, yes. loud music. So maybe, okay, maybe, yeah. maybe so that, that was I there. Guess. Yeah. I don't. She was
1: yelling, but we just, we were hearing it like the neighbor would have heard it. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird.
3: As close as those California bungalow homes are, I'm sure she heard every <laughs> argument up in that
5: room. Right. You would think so, wouldn't you? True. <laughs> like, wouldn't she hear some screaming about dead rats? Oh no, yeah. Like, her, like
1: um. Yeah, and be like. And I feel Maybe like
4: I was, should call the cops. She was very visible in that window.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, a lot of that. I was like, eh, that doesn't. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of, uh, a lot with of
5: dramatic liberties and uncertainty. Kind of like with the stairs. It's like, uh, okay. okay? <laughs> right. I mean, in like like in any good thriller or psychological movie, there were so many moments. Where it's like, oh, she's going to get help, or like something good is going to happen, and then just Hope dashed immediately. And I think they did it enough times to, I mean, aside from what we just talked about, they did enough times to keep it believable, but not enough to where it got obnoxious. Because right. each well, time they would almost escalate it, like, "Oh, hey, the cops are bringing him to the front door." There's cops at the front door. She could do this, right? And that's what. Well, that's why I was just <laughs> gonna say,
1: like, you have that whole scene where she's had she killed it. The the no, I've totally forgotten her name. Elvira. Yes. Had yes. she, she had. Yeah, and, and that's why the, she was afraid to answer yeah, the door. Yeah, and then you see like the doorbell rings, and you see like you can see it's the arm of a police uniform because you see mm-hmm. the stripes, and you're like, "Oh man, the cops are here." Uh, but then it turns out, yeah, they just found Edwin, who was drunk <laughs> and said he belonged there, you know, and so they brought him by and we're like, is, it, is that right? You know, and so she just invites him in and then the cops leave and you're like, oh, like it was so <sighs> close to getting discovered. And-
4: <laughs> yeah, I I even like the way that, you know, uh, Jane bringing Edwin into the house was a certain level of... Like both danger and relief because it's kind of like, you know, we don't know what this guy's all about. Is he going to take advantage of them? But then also maybe he could help Blanche. Maybe, you know, at at that one point when he hears her knock over that table, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's like, oh, you know, here's another chance for for Blanche to get out of here.
1: Right. Yeah. And he goes up. And mm-hmm. sees her and he said she's dying she's dying you know and he runs out of the house and <laughs> yeah. and she's like and that's when jane's like he's gonna go to the police you know but i don't understand
3: i don't understand why when he's in the kitchen and you know he's drinking and she she says she has a present for him and she brings him that life-size <laughs> doll of her. Oh, Why he didn't run out of the house screaming. I mean... <laughs> I guess he was cheap tr-
2: at he
5: that was point. was
3: but... Oh, my yeah. God, that was... Probably that was well because he was so laughing because her
5: leg was like stuck the wrong way. He's like, "You don't look very comfortable." <laughs> yeah,
4: Jane, she says, "Oh, now, uh, baby Jane, you talk to Mister Flag oh, nice.
3: God. I was right. like, "Oh no!" Oh, <laughs> right. I hate about this. And then what do you do? You get in a wheelchair, cover yourself in a blanket, and roll around with the doll in your lap. <laughs>
5: well, you're drunk. It sounds I mean, fun. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you're who drunk, I, I, when, when you're drunk, not. who
1: doesn't get in the wheelchair? You know? Come on. <laughs>
5: Wee. Yeah if that
0: had been me And she put that doll in front of me I would have ran shrieking from the house
5: And <laughs> I should have died upstairs Well I thought it was funny when he ran upstairs Cause he, he kind of ran upstairs Cause he was like in drunk goofy mode When he heard the thing fall. He's like right. somebody's up there And he was just kind of like being weird yeah and then he he opens the door and like like the look passes over his face i'm like oh you better sober up real fast <laughs> <Yes>. right <laughs> this right. isn't fun anymore <laughs>
1: yeah there's some weird stuff going down in here <laughs>
5: uh-huh. i wish he would have i wish he would have like grabbed uh jane with one arm and like called the cops but again yes. you know drunk logic sure right i'll i'll, I'll accept that <laughs> yes yeah. so
1: the drunk logic of i will run down the street for who knows how long to maybe find a a phone? I don't know.
5: Find a phone or someone to listen to a gigantic drunk man, right? <laughs>
1: Tell you about well, something. And Jane, you're like, doesn't what? Jane
4: run after him and go, "I've got your money"? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, like to lure so him sad.
2: back.
5: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Which I I won't lie, I half expected him to kind of stop and be like,
5: hmm. Yeah, because he <laughs> right. made such a big deal about it. I no, I think the the entire ending like act to this is brilliant and terrifying yeah yes. <laughs> I think kind of starting from that moment and then when they go to the beach because it, it was it was set up earlier when Jane was talking to Blanche about oh me and daddy would go to the beach and rehearse and all these people crowd around and watch baby jane dancing in the sand and so as soon as they got to beach i'm like oh no i don't don't know what's gonna happen but i don't like it yeah i like
1: going into that i mean i knew she mentioned the beach and i had seen i was just flipping through stuff on imdb before i watched and i just saw that one of the filming locations was malibu it said Mm. you know ending i'm like, okay, well. So when she mentioned the beach, I'm like, OK, well, we're obviously going to get to the beach somehow. Mm. But I didn't know how. And so when all of that went down, I was like, oh, yeah, I would not ever have guessed that this was how, where this movie would end or how you know? yeah, <laughs> like geez. it really surprised me. But uh, it yeah, was a perfect was... wrap
0: up, though, because yeah, all yes. Jane wanted was people to watch her again and for her right. to be the center of attention again and it's so sad and spooky at the same time mm-hmm. when she's holding those two strawberry ice cream cones and she's just dancing and all the people are at moving with her and just you know staring at her and you get to the point where they get down the beach far enough where the cops see Blanche just laying uh, like a husk of a person laying in the, the sand on that blanket and Jane's just gone. Like at that point, she right. is just completely right. checked out. She's reverted completely back to childhood, and is just off her rocker at that point. Well,
5: and, and even when she when she gets the ice creams, because she she's kind of acting like like a little girl and stuff. She's yes. like, oh, what flavors yes. do you have? And then he gives her the ice creams, and she just runs away without paying for them. She's like, thank you, yeah, like, like, like a four year old. Right. Yeah, like, but I think she says cream, at one
0: yeah. point, oh, you when the cops say, oh, I'll take this for you. I think she says something along the lines of, oh, you can't have these. These are for my sister Blanche. She's going to be a huge movie star. Mm -hmm. So to me, I took that as she really did mentally check right back in the the childhood. And she's just broken, like not coming back from this at all. After that revelation of no, no, no. I tried to kill you and I drove you crazy. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like all this time she's had all this stuff uh, sitting on her like, you know, that she did this to her sister and she doesn't remember it but obviously she did it and then and then now she's gone and, and killed elvira and you know and then to find out all of it was just a lie that she'd carried all of this for so long and she didn't do it you know Oh man, that the, yeah, we the could have line been lines.
0: friends this whole
5: time. Lying, yeah, so yes. Yes. And I think that's where she just right. lost it. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's messed and up. And the
5: I the I love hate the ending as well. Like you said, like she's dancing and zooming out and the cops finally get to Blanche down the beach, but you don't know if she's dead or alive. Right. They're just looking at her.
1: Right. That <laughs> was a question going, oh, no. I wrote in my notes is Did she live or did she die? Yeah. Ah, All
0: right, let's go around Robin. Who who thinks she lived? Who thinks she died? Dead. Dead. Oh.
5: <laughs> I think dead. She was so I, yeah. well and she had mentioned it in like her very last couple of lines. She's like, Jane, if you don't I'm dying, <laughs> if you don't yeah. give me help right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm she good had been <laughs> well. starving
3: her for, right? Am, she had been starving undecided. her. Oh, okay.
4: What about you, Andrea? Yeah, I'm side. No, I think she lived. I, I don't think for long, maybe. I think it's, yeah. uh, you know, her quality of life was pretty uh, poor at that point anyway. <laughs> Because uh, it, it had been a few days since she even like ate normal food, Apes, right? right? Like, she, or, or she probably chocolate. drank anything. She yeah. had her, her mouth so. Up. I mean, she she might have been in such a such a bad way that maybe she wasn't going to live that much
5: longer. But and she, if, if anybody here has been on a California beach in the sun for like more than twenty two minutes, <laughs> even at you night, feel like a husk. <laughs> yeah, even at
1: night being out there, she's still got yes. all the sea spray.
5: Yeah, and and i like, if so she's been, been there for a there day there and, and a half, she's
1: in wrapped in a wool blanket. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, wrapped in a blanket.
4: Uh, I mean I mean at that point Jane had already killed Elvira so you know she was she, yeah. she's a murder she's already murdered one person. Right. Yeah. It's really I think that's where the movie totally takes a turn when she kills Elvira. It's yes. you know it's yes. up until that point it's all kind of like oh they're you know they're they're messing with each other it's really bad but you know it's still you know they they can all come back from this. Right. It's it's once Elvira tries to save Blanche and and Jane takes the hammer to her, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's where the movie takes such a turn that it's like oh uh, yeah they're not going to come back from this Jane is right. is going to get caught <laughs> yeah. or die by the end of this and uh, be in a lot of trouble
1: yes. yeah that's
0: where I knew there was no happy ending for anyone
1: in this yeah. movie yeah 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 it's like you you spend the whole movie really thinking gosh you know Jane is this horrible horrible person but then you suddenly when you get the revelation there's suddenly even though she's killed someone there's still that that oh my gosh she like she was forced into this you know like there's a i yeah that there was a great sympathy for her sit in that
5: guilt for so long and it kind of turned into this
1: which was all in the end all just because jane you know was the star when they were children even though that totally reversed Mm-hmm. In their adulthood, she still held that Blanche still held that against her so much that she spent yes. her entire life you know making Jane's life horrible because of it like wow, man.
3: I kind of <laughs> like how the middle part of when um they were both kind of in movies, like we don't really see that we don't really see their relationship and it yeah, you know it yeah. makes you wonder you know as as Blanche was becoming a rising star was did Jane become even more horrible or was she trying, you know, because she couldn't make the transition into film. Um, you know, your mind yeah, just, just wanders what, what was going on. And it, I, I love thinking about that after watching the film, like what, what I'll, I'll tell and, you the, the book kind
4: of answers that. Oh, I read, does it? Uh, uh, kind of the book goes into a little more detail about that night with the, the car accident where, uh, um, Jane at a party, Jane had said something absolutely humiliating to Blanche. Oh, and that's why that is kind of why Blanche is the like tipping I moment runner over with the car.
2: <laughs> <basically> the straw. <laughs> yeah,
5: was- she mentioned that in the movie. I think, yeah. The yeah, it was an awful well, like, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, because you, because yeah, because when you're seeing that Blanche is the big star, but you hear that she's set it up so that for every one of her movies, the studio has to make a movie with Jane. And mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, well, she is taking care of her, like her mother said. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it, I guess that is the turning point then is that she must have said something and that was it for Blanche, right? <laughs> She's like, no, nope, no more Man. of this.
5: I'm out. Well, I thought it was interesting how, um, how neither of them were, were married, Um, And they they were both and obviously they would kind of in this house because she's now handicapped and Jane has to take care of her. Um, But I I thought like I was kind of thinking back to, oh, we don't really know. Like maybe when they were both in movies and stuff like Jane was stealing Blanche's boyfriends or or some something, (laughs) something of that ilk where like neither of them ended up with anybody. And so they're kind of stuck with each other at this point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of took that as when Blanche did become a movie star, she was so caught up in that. And taking care mm-hmm. of Jane, that she just never really had time to bring anyone else in right. because she was ashamed mm-hmm. of Jane and was afraid, basically, I guess right. that yeah. you know she would say something to a boyfriend that would run him off. But I could totally I, see I her trying think- to seduce him too.
2: Yeah, yes. yeah, oh I, yeah, I, oh yeah.
4: I definitely think there was um, some, something, something to that idea for sure. Uh, cuz that's that's a thing that Jane brings up where where she brings Edwin into the house and sh- she says to Blanche you're going to oh, yeah. steal him away from me.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like cuz
4: Jane's idea of Edwin is like, oh, he's in love with me.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she kind yes, of kinda automatically goes there like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, mm-hmm. please.
0: <laughs> so I kind of I looked at that more as she was when she said she you would steal him away. It was more you'll try to take him to revive your career somehow instead of me reviving mine.
1: Well, but Jane, but Jane has spent so much time already. Like she's been coming on to Edwin and acting like he's gonna be in love with her. Like they're gonna be a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. You know, so. Like she just like the second he came in the house, she was there, you know, <laughs> like.
5: Well, yeah, and it's yay. a little bit of that. And, and it's a little bit of kind of I think what she was doing at the uh, the the ad agency where she's like waiting for someone to notice her and kind of tell her less like uh, romanticism and more like tell me how great I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> it but, could be it, like a bit of both. Oh, sure, I got
1: sure. I got. Yeah, both for sure. But yeah, I got a, a strong thing of her thinking he was going to be her boyfriend from I... from her behavior with him.
4: The, the ad agency made me remember the, the, I think that the, the guy at the ad agency, they, they should have used uh,
5: what he said as the title. Who the hell is Baby Jane?
2: <laughs>
5: I was looking up this movie, I think, on like Letterboxd or something, and, and silly me, I thought that if I just type like Google, if you type in like the first two words of whatever, it'll fill it in. So I just typed in Whatever Happened.
2: Uh-huh. And
5: there are about 300 movies that have the title Whatever Happened to... <laughs> well, even. The, um, I'm assuming after this film was made, mm-hmm.
1: even the director of this movie made another movie later called Whatever Happened to Ants, Auntie Something or Other. <laughs> did he, direct, he, he
4: produced that or something. Yeah, he, yeah, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, Robert the, Aldrich,
0: which I I recognized the name and I knew I didn't know it from this. He did the Dirty Dozen and the um, yeah. the Longest Yard.
1: And the oh, wow. Frisco Kid, which I love, that's a comedy with uh, Gene Wilder and Harrison Ford.
0: Oh yeah, I missed that. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what a career just on those handful of films.
1: Right. Yeah, he did a lot of a lot of a good variety of stuff. Yeah.
4: He and he had worked with. I had just watched this a couple of weeks ago. Autumn Leaves <laughs> is a, a a Joan Crawford film. Yes. I don't see that he's worked with Betty Davis before, but that kind of would have been an interesting thing if he. Was able to get them in this because he had worked with both of them. I, and I wondered about. I I had read that they wanted uh, Hitchcock to do this movie originally.
5: Oh. It's uh, it, there it, were a lot of moments where I was like, this this feels very <laughs> very Hitchcocky. Yeah,
4: I think his take on it would have been a little a little different, but it's oh. I. I think it would have been more chilling. Like it would have got, got into the mind of the helplessness of Blanche and the, the demented, you know, ways that Jane tormented her. But yeah, but it's, it's.
0: I mean, it's a very good film. I think we all enjoyed. It. Oh yeah, I loved oh, it. Oh yeah, I really did. I think yeah. I ended up giving it four and a half out of five stars on Letterbox.
5: Wow. Yes. Yeah,
0: uh, and the performances. I know everyone talks about Betty Davis as Baby Jane, but Joan Crawford as Blanche, because she had to play like the straight man for a lot of this, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Baby Jane got all the big moments and all the like big action stuff, of course, because Blanche was. You know, bedridden basically at this point but my god just watching the two of them go back and forth was like two titans it was basically Kong yes. versus Godzilla
5: 1960
4: <laughs> I I mean you're I, I think you're 100% correct because that's kind of uh, I think that's how they they, they wanted people to think of this movie it's like we got them and mm-hmm. they're gonna go off on each other
5: <laughs> yeah pretty much
4: and it does make me want to watch that I don't know game. if anyone does anyone have but like before this film did anyone have like a uh you know preference between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford even
5: I didn't know enough about either of them individually. Yeah. All I knew Same. was that they they had a feud. Oh, <laughs>
3: all I knew was Mommy Dearest and I just yeah, she
1: terrifies Ooh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that and then I only really know uh Betty Davis from like when she was older and appeared on various TV things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really seen a lot of her movies, but, and, and, uh, going back to just before this, uh, this, I enjoyed the movie, but I don't think I'd ever watch it again.
0: Really? Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I, I might don't. watch
5: it again kind of to, to catch, it's, it, it's one of those where the, the ending is such a big, like, uh, switch that now you want to watch it again with that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I might do Certainly not today. Certainly not anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think maybe maybe some weekend in October. I'm going to watch it <laughs> again.
1: Might, but yeah.
3: I'm going to watch it, it again the next time I want to visit with Brock. <laughs> yeah.
1: so then hang out well, with there Brock. Is that. Maybe I'll watch on. just the Edwin scenes. Be like, hey, Brock. I miss you.
3: <laughs> it really felt, the mannerisms was just. More than anything, in the mannerisms was
1: amazing. I desperately want to see him just play this role.
3: <laughs> yes,
1: it'd be oh. so. Is great. this?
5: Is this? Uh, has this been adapted into like a stage play or anything? Yeah, I sure. don't know. There you have been have.
1: there have been some other like movie versions, TV movie, yeah. whatever they were. I saw there were. Two or three
4: in the nineties. There's one with um, actual sisters. What Vanessa Uh, Redgrave? Mm -hmm. Oh,
3: oh oh, wow, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vanessa and Lynn Redgrave. Oh, cool. Which I actually wouldn't mind watching that either.
1: Yeah, that (laughs) could be. They should do it with Uh, the Olsen twins. (laughs) 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 Might work.
4: It should be. It should be one of the Olsen twins and Elizabeth. And yes. Elizabeth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, that should be the pairing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. And if maybe if they maybe both Olsen twins, maybe I they swapped like they say, did back in the old days. <laughs> well,
1: or <laughs> I'm just gonna tired. say, just put two two against one because you've got the child stars, you know. <laughs> and then the one who became the big movie star later so yes
5: oh, work. i was looking up um of course i was looking up to see what what oscars this won or was mm-hmm. nominated for and i was like oh i'm kind of surprised it didn't win that much and then you look up the year that this right came out. <laughs> um just to kill a mockingbird oh. and lawrence of arabia oh. and days of wine and roses and like uh, just an amazing amazing well then i'm kind of surprised oscars i didn't year. even
1: look up what else had come out that that year but i just saw well, yeah. that the only thing it won was costumes so i'm kind of impressed even more impressed now that it won that well, against and they things had, like lawrence of arabia you know
5: no 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 so so they had separate um oh that's categories right black, black and, and white and color yeah 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 oh. wow can you imagine was the oscars cost- ceremony being like twice as long
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah i love uh,
1: the, like, the oscars like, black, I, but gosh yeah
4: I looked up the, uh, I wanted to see because famously, uh, Betty Davis was nominated for this and Joan Crawford wasn't. Yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> and Joan Crawford was mad about that. And of what course. she did was she got, uh, some of the other nominees to allow her to accept in their yes. place. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. and so yeah. the winner ended up being Anne Bancroft for the miracle worker.
5: Oh, that was the other movie I was trying to think of. And
4: she, you can go and find the clip online, and (laughs) Joan Crawford just strides onto that stage, just smiling the biggest smile, Uh, pulls out a piece of paper, says, Anne Bancroft told me to read this. And reads a little speech, and says thank you, and like walks off with the oscar in her hand you know it's
5: <laughs> oh, uh, so uh-huh. weird She's it's nice. like the biggest you know middle finger she could give to betty oh, davis yeah. oh yeah i love so i love oscar drama especially the night of just because it's right. so oh my gosh so dramatic and it's live
3: <laughs> i haven't seen the clip but was D- betty davis in the audience like which they didn't did they, did cut to that uh, it was. Um, oh.
4: Catans. I don't know if he was hosting. <laughs> Frank Sinatra was there and Ooh, he kinda wow. sets up he sets up the 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 actor who is going to read the nominees and then he reads then that actor reads the winner and then, and then Joan Crawford comes out.
3: Wow. Hmm. That must have been quite a night to watch. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> I would
1: think.
0: I'm actually shocked she didn't hit her in the head with a hammer in real life.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Beat her to
0: death with an actual Oscar.
3: <laughs> right. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh I do have two big takeaways from this movie. One the the whole serving the rat scene um the way that Betty Davis cackles and looks mm. after that yes. I, I of yes. course did think Uh, heavy joker vibes which made me look up
2: (laughs) to see if paul dini
0: had actually based harley quinn at any little level on this character and of course he had not it was something completely different but (laughs) man she was menacing and creepy in that moment she she deserved that nom i could yeah actually i could (laughs) that
1: would be amazing Mm -hmm. i'm
0: like yeah i I totally see it but But yeah, that moment alone, I'm like, yeah, she, she deserved that nom.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. She was amazing in this really. I mean, that's not an easy thing to play that kind of unhinged. Like it seems like it Mm -hmm. would be easy, but you know, it's not. Uh, Yeah. She was amazing.
0: And then my other takeaway is uh, she's got Betty Davis eyes. Definitely not written about this role. (laughs) Those eyes was crazy.
2: (laughs)
4: I was gonna say the. I mean, I I think part of my enjoyment of this film now. This is my like second time seeing it, and since between you know several years ago, whenever I first watched it, and now I've actually seen more Betty Davis and Joan Crawford movies, and it just really like you know once you get it, you know, you see how they act in their you know original in the '30s and '40s films you kind of go oh yeah this is this feels like it was tailor-made for them yes Yes, where like betty davis gets to play kind of a like a bitchy character and joan crawford gets to play like oh poor me i'm Mm -hmm. stuck in a bad situation that's kind of the roles that they've been you know they are known for and and are best at and here is a film that is like based on a book, so it's not like someone made this up for them. Like this is just kind of happened to perfectly fit. Oh yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. Their their rules and their and the kind of mythology of their you know not friendship but like enemy ship you know like mm-hmm. their kind of rivalry.
3: <laughs> and then to to twist it at the end where. Mm
4: hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which and then if you I mean, especially if, uh, you know, certain people say that, yeah, Joan Crawford was the worst person in real life. So,
5: Uh, (laughs) right, you you know, it fits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of reminded of um, I'm not going to be able to think of their their names, but in Wizard of Oz the woman who played the Wicked Witch of the West was like mm. amazing, very nice to work with, very easy to work with, even though she did catch on fire several times oh due to the God. special effects and filming, yeah. and apparently uh, Galinda, the, the the good witch with all the bubbles was just like a horrible, nightmarish diva. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. just the, the inverse of what they were on screen, evidently, so. <laughs> Interesting,
3: I had not heard that.
0: I do love that what this else? came out on Halloween. <laughs> Oh 62. yeah, I you noticed. Know oh, it did. Yeah. And, oh, yeah and October it, 31st. Yeah, and that it's kind of uh, what launched like the hag exploitation horror craze <laughs> that followed it, too.
3: <laughs> I read that. What I've never heard of hag exploitation. No. I think
0: it's what? a made That's up. That's a term. made up. It it's, great, like. it's really not like they they did have like a, a bunch
2: <laughs> what of,
5: what of
0: films where like older ladies kind of just go crazy. Like Virginia Woolf, um, like William and- Castle did *Straight Jacket*. Uh, the guy who directed this did *Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte*. Mm-hmm. And uh, the um, I think the film that you were thinking about earlier, Cheryl, was uh, either whatever happened to Aunt Alice, or who yes. whoever slew Auntie Rue. Yeah,
5: like, it was there, a there was a handful that of a them idea. that came out
0: <laughs> through the '60s and into the early early '70s.
4: You know, now that I'm thinking about it, there are some I mean, they're not exactly but I guess they would fit into exploitation. I didn't watch it. There was that movie uh Ma. Where oh, it was yeah. about an older woman oh, yeah. who was mm-hmm. getting revenge on yeah, Spencer classmates just,
5: or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I I thought of uh misery. Misery's another one. Oh, yeah,
1: kinda, yeah.
4: And then there was um a couple of years ago, I saw this in theaters and I think literally no one will know this movie. It was called like Greta. And it was um, an older that. woman kind of lures in. Oh, a, a,
5: I saw a, the trailer for this. Yeah, she lures <laughs> in a, a
4: girl and is like, oh, you would love my daughter. And it's like, she doesn't have a daughter. She killed her daughter. Yeah. Like the, uh, it's, it's, very, it's like it's Chloe a bad, Grace
5: Moretz. And... Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for that. And I thought, I'm like, oh, this could be good. But it just kind of looked like flat. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You saw the movie, Andrew. You it was kind it. of flat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yay. Man. Trust my gut.
3: I'm Elisa Gonzalez, and I can be found on Twitter at This Elisa. I'm andrew lindy and i do other
4: podcasts such as nothing new a remake podcast where every month my co-host and i talk about film remakes uh, be sure to check that out on all your podcast apps or benvnetwork.com nothing new and you can find me on twitter and instagram at podcaster andrew
5: i'm bethany brinton i'm a musician and composer you can find me on all the social things at bethany brinton and we are it's on my list you can find us and all the social things at it's on my list pod and if you want to send us an email which we highly encourage um it's on my list pod at gmail.com
1: and I am Cheryl Jones. You can find me at Speedway CJ on all the social media. You can listen to five years of Movies Made Me, uh, now available on Amazon Music and everywhere you find fine podcasts. And eventually I will be doing my core four pod. Go ahead and follow it on social media at my core four pod.
0: And I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Joe Myers. I also co-host a horror podcast called The Podcast Macabre. You can find us online at PodcastMacabre.com and find all our social media presence from there. And this has been It's On My List.